Hello and welcome to Talking Xbox. This is a podcast where I do just that. I talk about Xbox. My name is Caleb and this is episode number nine. And well, next gen is here, baby. Uh, but first, a little bit of housekeeping. If you want to follow me outside of this podcast, I stream sometimes on Twitch. I don't really have a set schedule, but I might pop on now and then and stream for a bit. Planning to do so later today. Uh, and you can follow me at CubCos on Twitch. That's CubCos, C-U-B-C-O-S. And on Twitter at CubCos as well. Let's start this podcast off as we always do with the numbers. That is my gamer score first up at 79,046, making some good progress on that. I should hit 80,000 by next week, I think. Uh, My next number is three, and that was the number of days it took to download all of the next-gen updates for the games that I wanted to play on the Series X. I live in Australia. Our internet is famously bad. And it took three days to get everything downloaded. Uh, That was rough. That was really rough. Uh, The next one is 25, and that's the number of days until Cyberpunk 2077 is released. Uh, 13 is the next one, which is the number of hours that I've so far put into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I am enjoying that game a lot more than I thought I would. And the next number and last number for this week is zero. Now, in the last episode, I talked about how I died about 940 times uh, in Ghost Runner, a game that came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I complained that it was a little bit framey on the Xbox One S, and I really wanted to try it on the next gen, uh, so I booted it up, put it on the SSD on the Series X, gave it a go, and I got through a level without dying. The first level was very short, but even then, on the One S, I died all over the place. I was able to get through an entire level without dying, and I honestly think it's due to the power of the Series X. The game looks fantastic, it runs fantastic, it is a day and night difference playing it on the Series X compared to the One S. But I didn't die in a level of Ghost Runner. I'm very proud of myself for that. So let's talk about next-gen. Next-gen consoles are here. The X and S finally released uh, on Tuesday here in Australia, which is, uh, I'm recording this on Sunday morning, so it's been out for a couple of days now. Uh, And I'm just going to talk about um, my experience with it so far, really. Uh, Next-gen day came along, release day. I got up, I went to work, started work at 5 in the morning. I went and picked up my console uh, at lunchtime. Picked up a copy of Assassin's Creed Valhalla along with it. Um, Took it home. Set it all up. I've got to say, you've probably seen an unboxing video by now online, but the packaging of the Series X, man, it was cool. I know it's such a weird thing to gush over, but man, opening this console felt so special. (laughs) I don't know why, but I was just like, this feels important somehow. And, um, I, I don't know, unwrapping it and unboxing it was just such a nice feeling. It made me feel like a kid again when I was, like, 11 years old and I got my first, like, PlayStation. I, I just had that childlike wonder feeling, and it, it was really great. But anyway, I set the new console up. It uh, fits nicely in the entertainment unit. I had to make a bit of a creative space with it, but it fits. Uh, it's got decent enough airflow in there as well. And the setup of this console was probably the easiest setup of a console I've ever had. Um, In terms of the actual setup of the console, it downloads an update. You can do it all through the Xbox app on your phone. 
it asks you if you just want to apply the settings from your previous Xbox, which is a yes, and the thing is ready to go in about 20 minutes. It's it's awesome. Now, the console itself is ready to go in about 20 minutes. Then you need to download the next-gen updates for all the games that you want to have installed. Um, and so it took me a while to get everything onto the Xbox that I wanted to play. Um, I've been playing uh, on the One S with a 4TB external hard drive, and that's where most of my games are installed, so I was transferring the ones I wanted uh, to play more and to take advantage of the SSD on the Series X. I transferred those over. They transferred over very quickly, which was nice. The thing that didn't go quick was the uh, downloading to update the next-gen versions of the game. Uh, my internet sucks, tops out, you know, about 50 MBS. Um, and I say tops out at 50, uh, average is probably around 15 to 20. So it took a long time. Like I said in the numbers, it took three days to get everything downloaded. And uh, fun fact, I actually didn't end up playing the console at all on the day that I got it. I didn't end up playing it until Wednesday afternoon. Just because on the Tuesday night things were updating, I was going to wait for one game to update and then give it a go. And then I ended up falling asleep on the lounge and then uh, when I woke up I had to go to work. So I didn't actually play it for another day. And uh, when I did get to play it though, oh boy, next gen is here. So let's talk about it. Uh, the console itself, uh, it's a box, <laughs> it's like legitimately a box. Seeing it in person, having it in my house, having it in my entertainment unit and playing on it, I've actually come to really like the design of it and just the look of it. Not that aesthetically pleasing, but in its simplicity, how it is just this box, weirdly that's made me like it. I don't know why, but eh, I just do. I like the green paint thing up on the um, air filter at the top. I would give anything to have that glow green when all the lights are off and that. I think that would look really cool, but I'll take what I can get at the moment. I've not had any heat issues. There just seems to be so much stuff about these consoles overheating and running hot, and I haven't had a single issue of that. Um, also, don't fall for the fake videos of the vape smoke being blown into the Xbox Series X. They're not blowing up. They're not catching on fire. Yes, there are going to be failures of some consoles on the day one, but that happens every time. I'm not trying to excuse it, I'm just saying it happens. PS5s have been failing, some Xbox Series Xs have been failing, it's gonna happen. Happens every generation. Uh, the controller is a little bit updated, it's uh, mostly the same, there's the addition of the share button, uh, which, eh, whatever, I'm not really that fussed on it. I used it, I was playing a game and I thought, hey, here's something I wanna capture. Hit the share button, it just did an instant screenshot, so that was cool. Um, the only thing I don't like about this new controller is uh, the D-pad on it. They've, it, it's clicky. It, I don't know how else to describe it. When you click on the D-pad, you hear that click. You hear the each time you um, press a button. On the old ones, it's silent. You don't hear a thing. And... Uh, it's just the personal thing. I don't like hearing the click noise. It, it annoys me. Uh, but, you know, in terms of things to complain about, about a controller, I feel like it's pretty minimal. But that's the only thing I don't really like about the controller. I like the new grips. The triggers feel really nice. The, the, the controller feels lighter. It doesn't feel as heavy as the other ones, which is a little weird because it does make you feel like, oh, is this cheaper or something? But so far, I've been loving it. 
Um, no heat issues. Another issue I did have was that, like I said, I played all my games on the One S on an on an external hard drive, and when I plugged that into the Series S to transfer games over to the internal storage and get the next gen versions updated, um, when I tried to launch a next gen version of the game. For whatever reason, it kept trying to launch an older version that was still on the hard drive because I copied it over. I didn't move it over because I wanted to have a copy on the hard drive so that um, my partner could set up on the One S and play in the other room or something and still have that game. Uh, but when I tried to launch a next-gen version while the hard drive was plugged in, it kept trying to launch the old version despite me telling it to launch off the internal and then... An hour later, it seemed to correct itself, and it started to launch the right version of the game, and then it went back and it started to try to, try to launch the wrong version of the game. I don't know if there is a setting that I need to tweak somewhere. I had a look. I couldn't find anything off the top of my head. Just that little quirk that was a little annoying. Like, the workaround I had was just to unplug the hard drive because I didn't need it plugged in at the time. Uh, and you can still run all your old 1S non-enhanced version games off the hard drive. There was a report going around that I saw that you could only use it for storage uh, for all your old games. You couldn't run it off there if it's plugged into the Series X. Don't know where that came from, but that's not true. So having this Series X all set up and installing a bunch of games, here is what I have currently installed on the Series X. There is Apex Legends, which is enhanced. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, also enhanced. Borderlands 3, which is enhanced. Dead by Daylight. Uh, caveat with Dead by Daylight, this was not playable. Uh, the next-gen version downloaded and updated to the game, and every time you launched the game and tried to get into a match, it just crashed the game. Just this morning, like an hour ago, Behaviour released a patch for it, and I tested it, and it now works. The next-gen version of Dead by Daylight on Series X works now, so that's good. Um, but that version is enhanced. I have Deep Rock Galactic, which is a fantastic game and you should play if you haven't. Uh, I've got Destiny 2 on there. Now, I don't know if Destiny 2 is enhanced or not. I'm not getting the Series X and S badge on the game tile, but I keep hearing that people are saying it's enhanced and I have no idea if it's true or not. But that's Destiny 2, the Beyond Light uh, edition that came to Game Pass on launch day with all the DLC. Uh, Fallout 76, which is not enhanced. Gears Tactics, which is enhanced. Uh, Ghost Runner, not enhanced. Grounded by Obsidian, really fun game that is enhanced, I believe. I can't quite remember. Uh, sea of Thieves, which is enhanced. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, which is not enhanced. And for whatever reason, I put Spellbreak on there. That's that mage uh, magician battle royale thing. One of my friends really likes playing it, so I put it on there so I can play with him when he wants to. But anyway, those are the games that I have are currently installed on the Series X. So that's, what, 12, 13 games? Uh, and with those ones on there, that is 59.6% of the hard drive space, uh, the SSD space, sorry, uh, taken up with 324.1 gigabytes still free. So that's pretty good. The game sizes are large-ish. They're averaging maybe 60 to 70 uh, in terms of what ones. I think Valhalla is around 40, Apex is around 50, I think Borderlands 3 is topping up around 60 somewhere, Destiny 2 is quite large as well, same with Fallout 76. 
But I've still got a decent amount of space to play around with, I think. There's a couple more games I want to put on there to really test it out. But I think there's a decent amount of space still left. Uh, probably going to want that external um, memory card SSD maybe sooner than I thought. I was thinking I wouldn't have to buy this thing for like another year or so, but I'm, I'm thinking I might treat myself to it just to have that extra storage. I, I'm not sure. Um, but having these games on there and playing around with them, they have all been running so well on, on, on the new console. I, I can't believe how well they're all running. It's been really, really fun to play around with. And uh, the one thing that I've got to highlight is the load times, the difference that this SSD makes. Uh, stuff like uh, Dead by Daylight and stuff like Borderlands 3... Those things have pretty long load times at times, uh, and firing them up on the new console, it's quick. It's really quick. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, in particular, when you fast travel, you have that um, sort of load state where you're just running around like an empty space, and you can sort of just like you know dodge and run and jump, and there'll be tips that come up on the screen. Uh, that load screen's about six or seven seconds at the moment so you can probably read one tip maybe if you're paying attention uh it's it's really cool the load times on this thing ah uh, like i don't want to gush about it and like i know people that like play on pc and have ssds are like oh well, this isn't new to me but like on a console man these these load times are something else it's been really good to be able to play like really quickly and to take advantage of uh, Quick Resume, where you can just swap between games. Quick Resume can be a little, uh, not buggy, but like depending on the type of game that you're Quick Resuming to, it can maybe like slow you down a little bit. For example, I was playing, uh, I think it was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I got out of it and I launched up Apex Legends, and I played a couple of games with some friends, and then I Quick Resumed back to Valhalla, and it worked perfectly. But when I quick resumed back to Apex Legends, I was it took me straight to the menu where I was and where I could queue up straight away. And then after about 10 or 15 seconds, it kicked me back out to the like start menu where you know press A to go in and it kicked me back out to that. And then it has to reload to get back into that menu. So I think because that's a live online game, you're always going to need to do that. You're always going to need to re queue or reload back into the queue screen but apart from that everything else has just been working fine in terms of the quick resume um and yeah that's uh that's about it i don't really have much more to say about the console itself it runs really well it's not loud uh you can hear the fan if you get quite close to it and that but it's nowhere near as loud as something like the playstation is that thing like that thing runs loud and i mean the playstation 4 original not the pro because that's what i've got i haven't got a ps5 yet uh but it, it, it runs not quiet but it runs well decently quiet i guess I haven't had any trouble with the disc drives i saw some people saying that the disc drives weren't working properly I honestly tend to believe people are probably putting the disc in the wrong way if they've got the console vertically. You'd need to have the label facing on the left. I know it's a silly mistake, but I feel like a lot of people will probably make that mistake. Um, honestly, if I could just get better internet, this console would be an absolute dream. Uh, <laughs> and it still is, to be honest. Uh, so would I recommend getting an Xbox Series X? 
Well, yeah, I really would. Um, having played on a 1S for the last couple of years of my life and going to a Series X, the difference has just been night and day, and I've been loving it. The only asterisk I'll put next to that is that if you have a PC that is better than a Series X, there's no need to. Um, I always see people saying, like, well, why would I buy a Series X? I've got a PC that's better than that. And I'm like, well, Microsoft's not after you then. You know, people need to understand that every product that comes out might not be for them you know the series s comes out and people are shitting on it and it's just like well do you have any need for this console no why are you shitting on it then like that console isn't for you you know and i don't understand why people just i, I don't know people just like to complain i guess but um if you've got a pc you don't really need the series x i guess you know if it, it's gonna run everything uh that's on the xbox anyway microsoft just wants you to get game pass in that case Anyway, let's move on to the games. This is what I have been playing on my Series X. Let's talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla first. My first purchase into next gen, uh, and it's pretty good. Uh, I've been pretty hard out on Assassin's Creed for a long time. If I could, I can probably count on one finger the amount of games I've actually played. Uh, I think I played the first one, I played the second one, I played Black Flag, I played Origins, and now Valhalla. I skipped Odyssey because that game just looked too huge. Uh, I've been having so much fun with this game. It has a fantastic setting. I love Vikings. I love the uh, the characters. I love the I love Vikings. That's all I can really say. Uh, it's such a dream to run around and play as a Viking, raiding, and just it's really fun. Uh, the game looks great. I've heard issues of screen tearing on the Series X. I haven't seen it myself. A lot of that, I believe, would be down to what TV you have uh, and whether there's like V-Sync and variable refresh rate and stuff like that. I haven't had any instances of it yet, but I'm kind of waiting for it because my TV is old at this point. Um, but no issues on that front so far. Uh, the game, it loads extremely fast, like I said earlier. The load times are just, you know, there's no... You don't need to uh, see the, the loading screen. You see, you see it for five seconds, you don't even get to read a tip and it's gone. Uh, quick Resume works very well with this game. Uh, I was able to turn the console off and boot it up from rest and get back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, literally running around playing through Quick Resume uh, in 20 seconds of the console being on. Uh, fun fact about the console, when I turn it on and I turn my TV on at the same time, the console is ready to go before my TV screen has, like, finished. Like, the brand name comes up and the console's already sitting there waiting to be played. Um, as for Valhalla itself, there are a few things I don't like about it. Uh, in my opinion, the UI of the game is messy as is the map. I, I don't like the look of them. Uh, I like the look of the map. It's the icons that come up on them that I don't like. Um, it, it, it just, it, I don't know what it is. It just feels a little bare, I guess. You have all these icons and then you have to like hit the legend button to bring up a legend of like 50, 60 different icons and be like, okay, which one's this? Search for that. And I'm like, oh, it's that thing. I don't want to go there. I don't need to do that right now. Uh, the, the game has been a little bit odd in that sort of thing. Same with quest markers. 
uh, they're just a little bit hard to see and find. Like, you'll often get into areas where it's like, oh, find this person in this area, and the area is an entire city. And you've got your, your, your Odin site, I think it's called, where you click R3, and it does, like, a pulse and highlights things in the area. And half the time, the person will be in range of that pulse, and it won't highlight them. <laughs> and you are running around being like, well, where the hell is this person? And then by sheer luck, the thing will pop properly and you'll be able to find them. There's been a lot of instances where I've just been like, well, where am I going? What am I, where, where? I know it says it's in this area. I'm right on the icon and there's nothing here. And then you'll, you'll see the person standing off to the side somewhere. But the game gives you no indication that that's them. There's no icon. There's nothing there. Uh, so that's been something that's been a little bit annoying. Uh, the other thing is that the, the camera is very far back when you're in combat like really far back uh, and there was no option I could see to bring it closer in. Usually I see an option about where you want the camera to be during combat and there was nothing like that. It's not like insanely far back that you can't see what's going on, but I think it's uh, further back than necessary. It really shows you a lot of what's going on that you don't need to see during these battles. Uh, so that hasn't been ideal. Uh, but apart from those few things, and I guess just with uh, with all Assassin's Creed now, the modern day story stuff, look, I just don't care. I'm here to play Vikings. I don't care about the, the modern day stuff. Uh, like I said, I've played 13 hours of this game so far, and the modern stuff has not been very intrusive. I think I've had to switch back to modern times once, maybe twice. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I just don't care anymore. Just give me a Viking game. But that being said, when you are playing in the past as Eivor or Ivor, uh, it's been really fun. I've been really enjoying this game, and uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay, it's probably a good thing that Cyberpunk got delayed, because I'd be dropping this game in four days if Cyberpunk was coming out when it was supposed to. Uh, but there is a new Night City Wire coming on the same date, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, what else did I try out? I tried out uh, Sea of Thieves. Um, man, uh, this game has made some strides in the last couple of years. Uh, so I played this game at launch, really liked it, then quickly realized how little there was to do. <laughs> you know, at the, in this game at launch, you could search for chests, um, fight skeletons, or go catch chickens and pigs. That was about it. Yeah, you had riddle maps and stuff like that, but that was... That was really all there was from memory. Uh, sailing was was fun. If you got a group of people together and you just went and sailed around, that was so much fun. Um, but there was not a whole lot to do in this game. Uh, I've jumped back in several times over the years, uh, but we've really just sort of gotten back into it now. There is a lot to do in this game. There is a lot to do. I have been having an absolute blast in Sea of Thieves. This game looks great on next-gen. The water, oh, water looks fantastic. Uh, I actually streamed this game for like four hours. I think it was yesterday morning. I was trying to get an achievement, which was to hoard 20 chests. And I had more than 20 chests, and the achievement didn't pop. And then later I found out that it needs to be like a specific type of chest. Like there's a list of which ones count for the achievement. And like seven or eight of the ones that I had weren't counted. So that was very frustrating. But um, Sea of Thieves, that's a game that takes a million years to load, <laughs> and uh, on the new gen, 
it's very quick. I, I was waiting on the ship while my two friends who were playing on the 1S, their Xboxes haven't arrived yet. They were still loading in and I was getting the ship ready. And as soon as I got in, I was ready to go. Um, so I've been playing Sea of Thieves a little bit. Looking forward to playing more. Uh, Apex Legends played the enhanced version. I think it's running at 60 frames, which is really good. Sort of took me out of it a little bit, actually, because everything was so much faster. I, I wasn't used... I'm not used to playing games at 60 FPS and seeing everything move around that much faster. I've had to sort of, like, not relearn the game, but I've had to adjust the way I play sometimes. Um, but that game's been running very well. Uh, there's some issues with that game, not with, like, the next-gen version or anything, but with the actual game itself. When they updated it, there's been a lot of audio issues going on. Hopefully that gets fixed soon. Dead by Daylight, uh, like I said, it did not work. I have in the show notes here, it says it does not work with the next-gen update. Crashes all the time. Like I said, there was an update this morning to fix that issue, uh, which I tested it out. I jumped into one game, and that game is looking and running better than it ever has on a console, in my opinion. I've been playing that game a lot on the One S, and it could be rough. It's not the nicest-looking game. Uh, it can get a bit framey. I really, really want them to just give us some uh, some visual uh, options on consoles. There's no brightness setting. There's no, like, visual fidelity settings and stuff like that. They just need to give us a little bit of control with that stuff because um, some of that game looks like dog shit. <laughs> there's, uh, there's one or two maps. Uh, one map, the game, which is, like, the Saw map, uh, it's almost unplayable. For me, uh, I haven't played it on the next gen console to see if it's any better that map yet. But um, on the One S, it is so dark you can't see a fucking thing. Um, but uh, I will be playing a shit ton of this game once I have time to sit down and actually play uh, Destiny Two Beyond Light. Okay, so uh, I was like, okay, you know what? I am going to try Destiny Two. One of my friends really wants to play it, so I was like, okay, I'll join you. Uh, downloaded this, updated it. I jumped in. I have no idea what the fuck's going on in this game. <laughs> I played Destiny 2 for like a week at launch and then sort of gave it up because I wasn't invested in it. And so I tried to jump back in and it's just thrown me into Beyond Light, I think. And I have no idea what's going on. I have no context. When I go into the menus of the game, I have no idea where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to do. This game is so scatterbrained. It is organized awfully. And it's a shame because when I'm actually playing the game, the gunplay and shooting in this game is really fun. It's a really cool thing. Your abilities are awesome. But everything else, I'm just like, okay, where am I going? What am I doing? Am I, what DLC am I playing? Am I playing the main story? Does the main, can you even play the main original vanilla story anymore? I have no idea. It is such a mess. I really need them to just, clean it up give me like a quest list that actually shows me which quests i can do which ones are available this game is a mess it's fun but it's a mess i finally got to play gears tactics as well uh that finally came to consoles didn't play it for long only did like the first two missions i think because there were just other things that i wanted to play but um ooh, really fun game I just need to be in the mood for this kind of game. Like, every, like, three or four months I get that XCOM itch where I just need to play XCOM. And I reckon this will be the game to kind of maybe replace that a little bit. Uh, I love this, like, squad-based, turn-based strategy tactic game uh, like this. Uh, and I'm excited to play a lot more of this game. 
looks and runs really good too and the customization options special shout out to that i made my characters look so goddamn cool with their armor next up is the internet darling of everyone everyone's favorite game in the world no bad press has ever come out about this game ever fallout 76 i know i know i like this game i really do i have like 400 plus hours in this game it shames me to say it is like the biggest guilty pleasure i've ever had i think uh actually not even a guilty pleasure i don't even feel guilty about it um but i fired this game up on the next gen consoles on the series x it is not enhanced bethesda being bethesda i doubt we'll get an enhanced version of this game uh, we might because of the Microsoft thing, but that's not going to be finalized for a long time. And even if we do get an enhanced version, I'm unsure if the smart delivery thing will work. Will they want us to pay? But then again, now that they are technically going to be under Microsoft, they're the big pioneers of smart delivery. I don't know. But that being said, even without any updates or enhancements to the game, damn, Fallout 76 might just be playable on consoles now. <laughs> um, I find this up. The game looks great. It honestly looks great. People always were shitting on this game about its visuals and that. The, the what was the, the 16 times the detail meme? I actually thought it looked cool. I thought the game looked good and it looks really good on Series X to be honest. And it runs really good on Series X. It runs, I, I guess, how it should. You know, there, there was no lag, there was no frame rate drops. I did uh, the Scorched Earth event, which is the you know, most taxing event on the hard drive, on the system itself, you know, there'll always be lag and stuff. And I got through an entire Scorched Earth without a single dropped frame, without a single uh, bit of lag, weirdly enough. Uh, the game's running great. <laughs> the fast travel in this game is very quick, like seconds. It used to be like 20, 30 seconds maybe. The menus, which always used to freeze up and lag, are running smooth as butter. Uh, it's insane how well this game is running, and it just makes me think, well, was it the old hardware, the old consoles that were the main problem, just not being able to run the game properly? And I'm starting to think that might be the case, because playing it on the Series X, I've only played it for a couple of hours, but I, uh, like I said this before, the difference is night and day. It's, <laughs> like, it's playable. Um, this is my partner's, like, favourite game. She plays this all the time, and I called her, and I was just like, dude... You need to play on this game, yeah, on this new console, man. It, it'll blow your mind. Uh, so I can't wait for her to try that. Uh, I've enjoyed it. There's a new update coming, Brotherhood of Steel, Steel Dawn, uh, December 1st, I think it's coming out. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, like I said, I played Ghost Runner again. I only did the first level, but was able to get through the first level without dying. I am looking forward to doing another playthrough of that game Uh on the new gen console because it's going to run so much better it ran so much smoother uh the other one was really framey and had like a bunch of like anti-aliasing going on so i'm really excited to give ghost runner another go and finally i've only tested this out for like two minutes but i'm gonna hopefully get back into this game a lot more and that was grounded uh that got a new update recently as well uh and i fired that up this morning Played only for about two minutes because I wanted to come in and do this podcast. And, man, just in that two minutes, the difference, again, I don't want to say night and day again, but uh, this one was just running so much smoother on this game. Like, the other one wasn't not 
smooth i guess you know but it, it was just smoother it looks better um the lighting in this game is so fucking good i don't know what it is but this game is so it, this game looks so good on this new console i like it looked good on the old console i think it looks even better now and just in the brief time that i played it this morning runs really smooth i'm excited to get back into this game Especially because they just released a new update for the pond, I think it was. There's like a koi fish and a bunch of shit in the pond. I hate underwater stuff, so I'm going to hate that. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting into that. And I think that is going to do it for this episode of Talking Xbox. That was a lot of rambling from me. I, I do apologize. Uh, I didn't really have a set uh, structure for this episode. I just wanted to talk about the next-gen console a little bit, what I've been playing on it. I I love it. I really do. I've really been happy with this console so far. Um, now all we need, as a, a lot of people like to say, now all we need is the games. You know, it's a it's a shame Halo Infinite didn't launch with this game. At the same time, I'm still doing my playthrough of all the old Halo games for the first time. I'm in Halo 4 at the moment, so I've still got 4 and 5 to go. Um, but when... We just need the exclusives now, you know? We just need those exclusives to come and to really beef up the catalogue of first-party exclusives for Xbox. And then I think the Series X will be a home run. It's not going to sell as much as PlayStation 5. Nothing will. PlayStation 5 has such a head start on everything just with all the goodwill they've garnered from last gen that I just don't think there's anything Xbox can do to catch them. But you know what? In my mind, it's not a competition. doesn't matter what console you play on as long as you're playing games and you're having fun. But in the end, thank you so much for listening. I was going to say watching, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, you can follow me at CubCos on Twitch and Twitter. I'm not very active on either. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for watching, and uh, I'll see you next time. Bye.